Right. All right, hang on. I want to speak first. All right, go for it. As you are the punish E, not the punisher. (laughs) So I've given... I gave Rob... What was the album called? The New Classic? The New Classic by Iggy Azalea. So that was the first week of uh, January. So by the time you see this, this will be like the third week of January, right? Mm, Yeah. Then the second week, I gave him Dave. So he's going to do a review of Iggy Azalea this week. So I thought I'd give him a nice one because... Fair enough. I gave him Dave, which you'll hear next Thursday... But I gave him a good album, so. Which I did appreciate. But next week, I'm going to give... So this week, so starting from today, you will listen to... Let me look up. I'm going to look up worst hip-hop albums. Here we go. Worst hip-hop albums. And then for the final week, because he still has to do one more, because he has to do four. Has to be a whole month. I want you to put in the comments of this video right here. What album you want him to review? It can be good. It can be bad. It can be your album. It can be an album in a different language. You put it down there, and I'll I get have him to, to listen it. to it. All right, and only it yeah. for like five days. Five days. I think it's four, four days, four and a half days, or something like that. Yeah, because I need enough time to like review the other albums mm. that we got. Oh, I remember what I was going to give you. I'm going to give you when Lil Wayne tried to do rock music. <laughs> I didn't even know that happened. What was that called? That is That was definitely an album. I feel like it was called... What's it called? Rebirth. So there you go. You can listen to... It's an hour long. <laughs> so yeah. I'll be checking the comments of this daily. Drop it in and I'll I'll pick the worst one if there's a few. Or maybe the one with the most comments. I'll, I'll do. Or most likes. Yeah, that's what I mean. Most yeah. likes. Alright. Alright. Let's hear the new classic. Iggy Azalea. So I have listened to it before. When I did my Discog dive on her. Alright. Uh, it's possibly the worst thing to listen to in any mood that I experience right. on a day-to-day basis. Right. Uh, I did not find a single place within my day, week, or anything which like, where I enjoyed it. Right. It was also very embarrassing <laughs> driving around the grocery store parking lot looking for a park. And you had that I going. just turned it down <laughs> hoping that they couldn't hear her. Right. It's not entirely bad. Right. She talks about moving from the country to Miami at the age of 16. Right. That would have been very difficult to do. Okay. Massive culture shock. Okay. Uh, she has the classic, no one believed in me, but now that I've come up, you've all changed. and you, right. you know, okay. You've always been my supporter. I do like the underdog motif. It's a classic. Classic. It's, yeah, it's been done time and time again, but I like it. Uh, she doesn't dig down hard enough, though. Like, she has a lot that she could rap about. She could, like, how difficult it's been for her to get accepted in the rap game. Like, I think her, out of anyone, has received the most amount of hate. Right. It would fuel that. But she just doesn't do that. She just, yeah, she, she's, she can easily dig, dig down deeper, but she doesn't. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't entirely hate what she's saying, but I hate the way that she says it. Like, stumbling over the beat, trying to... Like, struggling to find any sense of rhythm. And as is the case with most shit albums, the best part was the was the production. Right. Uh, the wordplay just was not there. The best bit she had was saying that girls give blowjobs in returns... Or in return for some Louboutins. Right. That's head over heels. Oh, I've, I've heard that one before. Mm. Yeah. Not really that clever. But she said it as if it was like a massive mic drop moment. Right. It's not. Um, her attitude kind of reminds me of Jack Harlow. Right. Where she like she just acts like she's the best, and everyone's like standing around wondering, like, All right, what do you have for us then? Yeah. Yeah, and she's just making terrible decisions all throughout. Um, on the song Goddess, for example, 
I'm gonna right. play the the start of that. She also has another song called Work, which is like a a I've twerk heard song. I've heard that one before. That's pretty bad. So it's a pretty nice beat actually. It's quite slow. You could like put on a nice slow flow. It would sound real clean. Right. Sound real mean. Right. That would be nice. Right. Like if you just you took your time with it. Nah. Bow down until your knees get sore. Mm. She just she doesn't do anything special with it. It's almost like she rapped without hearing the beat. Right. Okay. In the last track, just asking. It's about a breakup, theorized to be about ASAP Rocky. Uh, there's a little interlude towards the end of the track where there's a girl calling a guy, leaving multiple voice messages. Uh, they read as though they've just broken up, and he's already gotten himself a new girl. The first message is just her insulting him. You are seriously such a f***ing bitch-ass loser, mother f***. Right. He gets okay. pretty creative with it. Right, yeah. Second message says, I'm sorry I'm crying right now, but I'm drunk and... And then it just cuts off. Right. Uh, and then the last message reads, This is bullshit because you found a new perfect girl for you. Like, that just screams toxicity. Right. Like, that is just manipulation to the highest degree. Yeah, right. Like, it's completely okay to feel that way about that person and everything like that. That's I understand that. Yeah. But to actually go to that length and contact that person when they've obviously moved on, that's just... That's immature. That's straight-up toxic. I have a feeling as well that she doesn't write many of the songs just because, like, in the writing of every song, like, there's, like, as high as eight people credited uh, for the writing. Right. Yeah. Scheme, DJ Scheme has also come out and said that he ghost-wrote Fancy. Oh... But he also clarified, but not Charlie XCX's part. That was all her. Mm. She's amazing. That part he didn't handle. So yeah, ghostwriting, not that trustworthy. No. Don't like that. No. On her song, Impossible is Nothing, she says, and I quote, right. and never sell out my soul for any number on a check. That's quite an upstanding thing to say, isn't it? Right. For, like, money is very powerful. It's right. the main drive for yeah every war that we've had right so to say no to stand up against money say no my morals will not suffer for that right very respectful for that very respectful although she starred in the seventh movie of the Fast and Furious series while knowing nothing about cars I'm not just pulling the she knows nothing about cars out of thin air either don't you worry about that in her song Bounce she said I'm turning you up I'm burning the clutch full speed both feet to the floor feet to the floor uh-huh. first of all how are you going full speed if both of your feet are on the floor you are not you're not wrong I will agree that is how you burn a clutch right but you don't want to because then you can't drive the car but she says I'm burning the clutch as in it's like it's a good thing right but it's not not a good thing no okay. she also got her driver's license at the age of I think 23 24 24 right and she said she found it very difficult she didn't like it Right. And yet, she was in Fast and Furious. All right. That's not very trustworthy. She was one of the faces for Forever 21's 2004 holiday campaign. That company has made some very questionable decisions when it comes to morals. For example, in an LA factory, a worker told the Bloomberg Business Week that she was paid 12 cents a piece to sew vests that would sell for $13.80. It would take 67 vests an hour to earn the $8 minimum wage. 
but she says maybe two if I'm lucky. So she is getting 24 cents an hour if she's lucky. Wow. In LA, where Iggy lives. She's happy to support that brand. That's not very trustworthy. I just don't understand how she is still allowed to be. She's at 17.4 million monthly listeners on Spotify. People are still listening to her with like a blatantly fake accent. Yeah. I don't understand. Like, obviously, moving to a different country at 16, still a very developmental age. Yeah. It can change your accent. This album came out in 2013, which was seven years ago. Mm -hmm. Sorry, seven years after she uh, moved, so I can understand it changing. But I watched an interview with her from 2014, and she still had a normal Australian accent. Still does to this day. So why she raps like, Why do Iggy do that? That's just her style, mate. But it's bad. That's obvious, like... Culture biting. I don't understand. Like, I know she gets hate for it, but, like, mm. she's still standing there. How? I don't understand it. Yeah. Um, she's also said before that she has no connection to Australia after moving to America, despite her family still living here. No, she has no connection with her family. Yeah. She could mean a spiritual connection to Australia, but she gets angry when people call her Australian. She says that she has a green card and pays taxes. Therefore, she must be an American. I thought she was a lesbian. (laughs) Um, She even said that some Americans can't get their head around the idea that immigrants are also Americans. She's not really an immigrant. I don't really know what's happening right now. (laughs) Um, Like, it doesn't matter where you consider your home to be. You were born in Australia. You're Australian. Your son is American, because that's where he was born. Mm. Like, maybe I'm just getting butthurt over it because I'm Australian and I'm, I like the country. <laughs> but, like, why is she so against the idea of being Australian? It's like she's trying so hard to fit in that she's willing to erase all of her own, like, background. Yeah. She's trying so hard to fit in. Doesn't sound very trustworthy to me. Oh, she's also said that she's got a bit of Aboriginal in her. So, like, it seems like she's just using whatever she wants when she wants. Right. Yeah. Talk about untrustworthy. I won't go into any racist comments that she's made because they're not very relevant to the album. Right. Hasn't really bothered me so far, apparently, though. But she did delete some of her tweets and acknowledge that they were made before her rise to fame. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, it's okay to not be racist if you're not famous, right? She didn't say before she became more educated on the subject or anything like that. It was just because she's before she was famous. Before it's the the polished American brand whore. Just lapping up at any money that she can get. There you go, that's savage. It's untrustworthy. She's the type of girl to completely change her personality depending on who she's dating at the time. We all know one of them. Before I end this, I just want to quote a tweet that she made. When guys whisper in each other's ears... I always think it's kind of homo. <laughs> Why aren't guys allowed to whisper? What the fuck is that? Well, there you go. It's a 2 out of 10. 2 out of 10. All right. It's a very bad album. <laughs> Be sure to tune in later for... No, a... tomorrow. Tomorrow? Yeah. Oh, tomorrow. For a quiz. Yep. No punishment this week. All right. It's next week. Let's get into it. We'll see you then. That's a wrap.